0: At Jiffy Lube, it's our job to make car care make sense. That's why we offer personalized service reviews that swap car talk for straight talk, so you know what your car is telling you and what to do about it. Putting you in the driver's seat of car care? That's a job for Jiffy. Visit JiffyLube.com to find a service center near you. At Jiffy Lube, it's our job to make car care make sense. That's why we offer personalized service reviews that swap car talk for straight talk, so you know what your car is telling you and what to do about it. Putting you in the driver's seat of car care? That's a job for Jiffy. Visit JiffyLube.com to find a service center near you.
1: The news. And now, here's Bill Handel.
2: And good morning. Friday morning, September the second. Labor Day coming up. Summer will soon be over. When's the official uh, end of summer?
1: I wish I knew. I'm going to yeah. look it
2: up right now because I hope it was today. Yeah, I'd like to know the official end of summer. All right uh in the meantime well September uh, 22nd September 22nd okay so we're just right around the corner uh summer's almost over just go outside and uh you'll uh just absolutely have that confirmed won't you <laughs> Flex Alert is uh, they've called for Flex Alert until uh July of 2023 which is kind of interesting All right uh hello to the crowd Uh, Let's start with Jason. Good morning, Jason. Good morning, Bill. Jason Middleton is in today, and I believe, are you in next week?
1: Yes, sir, all next week.
2: Okay, well, uh, Jennifer is on uh, vacation, Mm -hmm. and uh, Wayne, I think, comes back on Monday. Just as an aside, uh, Wayne has been out uh, feeling a little bit under the weather, Uh, as if we're not under the weather. Just go outside and uh, check out what's happening. All right. Alex, good morning. Morning. And Tyler, good morning. Hey, Bill.
0: Good morning. All right.
2: All right. The entire crowd is here again. Oh, this morning was uh, was actually cool compared to yesterday morning. It was was 82 degrees uh, leaving uh, the house this morning. I mean, I mean, that's basically as cold as it gets. Did you layer? Did you have to add a layer? Like a
1: cardigan or something like that? Yeah.
2: No, well, yeah, last night I went I have an air conditioning thing, and I'm going full blast on it. And uh, did I stop at 5 to 9? Uh, no, I did not. But there was a solar system. Uh, so as long as there's sunlight out there, so that half of uh, the uh, flex system, there was, you know, mm-hmm. no power issue mm. because the solar system I have at home. Big fan, obviously. Yeah, I was talking to Dean about it during
1: Wake Up Call. Heard your sh- uh, bit uh, with Dean on Wednesday about it. His all of his shows this weekend are about it as well. I have a new house, and so I'm looking at battery storage for the house, and, and if I can add on solar as I get, you know, some more economy, some more budget coming. You're in. starting with battery, then adding on solar. That's my that's my initial research. Yes, I'm I'm leaning that way.
2: Okay, interesting. And uh, I go the other way. Uh, I don't have battery. I have a generator. Ah, okay. Uh, So that lasts, uh, you know, even if there's no natural gas, I have propane tanks that are good for 10 days. So a battery uh, is good for, what, two, three days, and you have to really go down in use. Uh, And uh, we can still go uh, balls to the wall uh, with a generator. They're loud. Uh, Oh, good for you, Bill. And uh, you need fuel for them. Yeah, uh, But it's a question know, some people like battery, you know, potato, potato,
1: right. tomato, I w- tomato. Yeah. I was nerding out with him about that smart panel where you can direct your power to different yeah. rooms during different parts of the day. That's pretty cool.
2: That is pretty cool. And it's only four times as much, five times as much. All right, guys, we have a lot <clears throat> to cover today. Uh, we've got the fire. The Flex Alert continues on. Uh, last night, uh, President Biden outdid himself uh, with uh, politics. I mean, come on.
1: Really? That was officially a White House address, Bill.
2: Uh, Yeah, it's wild, just wild that it was. Uh, We're going to talk about that later on. There's a lot on that one. As a matter of fact, uh, that is uh, coming up at 730. In the meantime, uh, let's do it. It's time for Handle on the News, brought to you by the Lemon Law Experts at Night Law Group. If you think your car might be a lemon, call 844-43-LEMON. Jason Middleton and me. That's our crew this morning for Mm -hmm. the news. Lead story. This is the um, Castaic Fire, known as the Root Fire, uh, which started uh, Wednesday, 1220. And I want to point something out, okay? This is a story from uh, Fox LA. I mean, we get our news sources from many, many different sources. Mm -hmm. ABC, UPI, uh, Fox, CNN, BBC. I mean, you name it, we get sources. And... Uh, It's compiled, and uh, between Alex and Jason, we sort of, they put the news together, mainly Alex, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's right. Okay, Uh, so here's the headline. Root fire, massive blaze erupts in Castaic near the 5 Freeway. The evaction orders have been lifted. So let's discuss a massive fire. It went to uh, Thursday in the morning, it was 5,200 acres, right. correct? That's correct. And what is it now? 5,208 as of now Thank you. Year. An additional eight acres uh, are on fire. Mm-hmm. 5,000 acres, a massive fire. Now, considering we have fires of 40,000 acres, and in some cases 200,000 acres, 5,000 acres, a massive fire where they lifted evacuation orders— I would like an email to go to Fox and go, come on, really? Right. Just uh, complain. Anyway, the fire is, uh, the good news is, what, 27% control now? That is correct,
1: and all the evacuation orders have been lifted
2: Okay, as well. So uh, the uh, massive fire has become, I guess, less massive or I, more massive by eight acres. I think you're right because
1: I was I, I'm glad you brought this up because I thought the same thing when I saw the headline. And so if m- my mom is on the East Coast and she's like, oh, my gosh, 5200 acres of fire near your house. OK, first of all, it's, castaic, it's not near my house. Fifty two hundred acres. It's all about. It's all relative to us in California, right? So I think my second day angle would have been the cool helicopters that are in from Canada, doing all the water dropping and the fire retardant dropping. That's a, that's kind of a cool angle.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, those big Sikorskis. Yeah, that can actually uh, pick up a um, an entire container, a shipping container. Mm-hmm. Those are really neat.
1: Those are cool. And, exactly. and and playing off of the, the heat wave that we're underneath right now, of course, we have a flex alert today, third straight day, asking for electricity conservation, including at Bill Handel's house from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. this evening. Uh, some of the ways you can get around that, by the way, is I was looking it up. Um, if you have, if your water heater is electric, uh, don't shower. There's one way to save a little bit of power. That's Well, one. don't shower between 4 and 9. 4 and 9, yeah. I mean, or or take a cold shower, I guess if you're not using your
2: Well, water. yeah, it's hot enough. To cold showers yeah. so are really
1: cold. Use fans instead yeah. of running the AC, close the blinds and drapes, things like that. But yeah, the third day in a row for flex alert.
2: Yeah, and there's another way of dealing with this. Uh remember it starts at four o'clock, the flex alert. I uh, if uh my suggestion is putting in a solar system before four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get on the phone. It's, yeah. it's nine minutes after six in, on Friday
1: morning. So you want to get on the yeah. phone? Is,
2: yeah, it's, it's kind of neat. I mean, it's uh, I'm not going to be I'm not uh, going to go ahead and uh, really push a solar system, but uh, it's you don't worry about electricity and you don't have to worry about flex alerts as long as the sun's out there. Mm-hmm. And then when the sun goes down, obviously you have to deal with it unless you have a battery. And then you go to the battery. Then route, you yeah. go to the battery and you're done dealing with flex alerts. Yeah, I dig it. And of course, today is Friday.
1: It's part of a four day weekend, except for those of us here at the station and whoever's listening and on their way to work this morning. Labor Day travel crunch has begun, though. LAX says high number of passengers, uh, more than anticipated. Thirty two percent of Americans are planning to travel for the Labor Day weekend. Uh, Many are going to head to the airports. Of course, most of us just hit the roads. Eighty two percent of everybody traveling this weekend is going to be on the highways. Still, that's still a lot of air travel and road travel as well.
2: Yeah, gas uh gasoline is what a buck 50 less than it was at its height. Something close to that. I, I think know. the
1: last I saw was 5 uh, LA County was $5.25 average a gallon today.
2: And it was at 1. Point, uh Oof. what 6 uh, almost seven dollars. Yeah, yeah. uh, so it's so I think that uh, encourages people to drive and then uh, doing the airlines. Oh, good God. There was so much in trouble uh, with the uh, airlines. As well. Right.
1: You mentioned this yesterday. I had a story this morning. The Department of Transportation has added a, 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 a dashboard to its website about cancellations, telling you if you are entitled to refunds or uh, what airlines give you if they do cancellations or delays. Right.
2: And it's uh, there's going to be nothing but cancellations. Uh, you're going to see. Over the next couple of days. When is uh, tomorrow? I think today is the busiest day. Yeah,
1: today is the busiest day expected.
2: And uh, it's going to be a delight in the worst airport uh, that we have in the United States and uh, the second worst airport in the world when it comes to the top 100. Wow, I didn't know it was that high. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, LAX, it is a delight. Man,
1: we are number two. Yeah. We're number two. Okay, so if you're going to be on the roads this weekend, you're going to want to watch out and not uh, get behind the wheel if you've had anything to drink too much, because there is a DUI blitz planned. CHP has announced it's going to implement a maximum enforcement period beginning at 6:01 p.m.
2: today. Yep, and it's really interesting where they have those roadblocks, and you see those where they literally block off the street, and you go through. It's like a checkpoint that they deal yes. with and there's some lawsuits on that one because uh the police under normal law cannot stop you, cannot search your car, can mm-hmm. if if there isn't probable cause. We're talking about people who are just driving and uh, there is no issue as to whether or not they've been, uh, they're, uh, drinking, uh, while driving. Right. And the courts have upheld that and saying, uh, that is legitimate.
1: And you could turn out of that. If you're in that queue and you do a turn out of it, you're allowed to do that if you want to. It happened to me in Cuenca pass about 10 years ago and I did a turnaround and then they stopped me anyway. And I, luckily I wasn't drinking. I just wanted to get where I was going. Uh, but at the same time, I think there was a lawsuit that followed that too, about getting out
2: of the queue. I uh, Yeah. There's a, uh... So be prepared. I mean, if you're uh, – there are times when uh, Highway Patrol and uh, the LAPD or whatever local law enforcement agency, particularly though the Highway Patrol, they throw everybody at this drunk driving campaign. Mm-hmm. And so uh, good chance that you're going to get tagged if you're one of those people that are, uh, yeah, I think I'm stupid enough to uh, drink while driving. Yeah, yep, they will do it that way.
1: Trumpism threatens democracy. That was uh, one of the hot takes from President Biden's speech last night from Philadelphia's Independence Hall. It was a prime time speech, as discussed earlier on Wake Up Call. It was not a presidential address. Technically speaking, it was a White House address, but it sure did get a little political.
2: Yeah, very technical. And uh, this is what presidents have a want to do somehow during uh, campaign time. Uh, They fly around on Air Force One Mm -hmm. with the full panoply of security. By the way, Air Force One is two airplanes. There is Air Force One, and then there's an identical Air Force One that flies behind Air Force One as a backup. And it costs, well, the, the... uh, White House and the military is run by the Air Force, this whole thing, and the Secret Service, of course. They'll never let us know what it costs to run those things, no. ever, ever. You're not going to know. Anyway, so uh, this president, as others, jumps on Air Force One and goes and does politicking. And Now, coming up at um, uh, 7.30, I'm going to talk more about this because, man, Biden went over the top. And, uh, I mean, he did stuff that was just, in my opinion, so offensive. Those Marines behind him, come on, did you really have to do that? Or, really? uh, yeah, come on. I mean, it's uh, – what more?
1: And then – You don't, don't think he was addressing something that it, – it's at least a topic of conversation. It's been on your show several times. It's been on a lot of shows. Yeah. I mean, I, I keep seeing wading into risky political terrain. I
2: agree, and that's exactly the point. Why would he do that? And then talking about MAGA Republicans, although he – the ruining the country – uh, a, 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 which, uh, by the way, the far reaches of MAGA Republicans. But there are plenty of MAGA Republicans out there that are not crazy. You know, obviously they disagree highly with what's going on. Right. But I think uh, virtually every MAGA Republican out there believes the election was stolen. That I believe. Okay. Uh, and that's really depressing. I mean, right. that, and he talked about that. But, but uh, And what he said, one, one point is absolutely right. And he said, uh, That uh, for many in the Republican Party, and I think he talked about it, well, there are many in the Republican Party uh, who believe uh, democracy uh, can only be defined as a Republican winning. And if a Democrat wins, it's rigged. Okay. That's their their definition of Uh,
1: democracy. But there are fringe elements to the Democratic Party as well.
2: Yeah, but none of them, uh, number one, are are defending the attack on uh, the Capitol, which happened, and then Trump is going out of his way. He even said he'd pardon everybody. He has not said one of those defendants, one of those people who attacked the Capitol and was screaming "Hang Mike Pence" is anything other than a hero.
1: Mm-hmm. He said he would pardon them with an apology.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That and he's our- paying for their defense. He's well. supporting a lot of them. He said not. We don't know how many. Anyway, I'm going to talk more about this uh, coming up. Uh, Biden went. Uh, I mean, he went. I think over the line on this one. Uh, so. Uh, let's move on.
1: Do you want to go to number six here where uh, yeah, we just talked about that?
2: Yeah, I just said if elected yeah. again, he's going to give full pardons with an apology.
1: There, are, there have been some prison terms handed down to those who participated in the January but he's going
2: to okay. pardon them. He's going to pardon them. So you got someone that just got uh, that former cop and former Marine who he was the one that beat up uh, the uh, Capitol policeman with that pole, metal pole, uh, and then uh, tackled him and then tried to rip off his gas mask. And, of course, his defense attorney was saying, "You know, he was trying to help him, and the gas mask was coming off, and he was trying to put it on. Ah. See, he's uh, the guy really is a hero. Uh, in any case, uh, if Trump gets elected, he'll end up doing two years, and that's it.
1: Overly aggressive heroics there. Yeah. I'm trying to get that. Okay. Um, the wife of U.S. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas contacted at least two Wisconsin state lawmakers, including the chair of the Senate Elections Commission. Urging them to overturn President Joe Biden's 2020 election. Um, that's Jenny Thomas. She's a conservative activist, well known, uh, and she contacted, I guess, lawmakers in in in, um, in two states. And but uh, this seems to stay. This seems to crop up more often than I would have thought. Like there's like little little blips of activity out of Jenny Thomas. Yeah, um,
2: and it's getting more and uh, more blatant as to her involvement. I mean, she's obviously not only a denier she was actively involved in trying to overturn uh, the election and pretty unusual for a Supreme Court uh, Justice's wife to say the least to get that political although if you read all of her emails uh, there's there's no more there than what's there Uh, you can't uh, put any criminality on that Uh, she didn't advocate the overthrow of the government he talked she talked about a clean slate of electors Mm. that's not criminal that's uh, in, no, in no way would that be criminal. That's just that's political activism. Uh, well, it's beyond political activism. Okay. Uh, it's arguing Im- uh, implicitly that the election was rigged and under the Constitution. She did say that. Uphold the Constitution. In her mind, the Constitution was undoing the election. The election was unconstitutional mm. unless Donald Trump wins and then the election becomes constitutional. And that's exactly what uh, Joe Biden was referring to, that kind of thinking.
1: Right. California lawmakers in Sacramento wrapped up their session Wednesday evening, but they did did not address the state's cash bail system. The reform was supposed to be focused on those who were struggling from poverty and in the criminal justice system already. Um, The bail system is going to survive the way it is, though.
2: Yeah, and it's kind of a, a skewed system anyway. Because when you're talking about uh, people that don't have uh, the wherewithal and all of a sudden a half-million-dollar bail is slapped on them or a $2 million bail, uh, that's not bail. That's basically no bail. Bail doesn't exist. And uh, that's the point. And uh, so uh, interestingly uh, enough, I think it's either Sweden or Finland. Uh, What they do is uh, it's means-tested virtually everything. Uh, bail, for example, is means tested. They want to see your financials. Uh, traffic tickets oh. are means tested. Someone can get a traffic ticket, for example, speeding and pay the equivalent of $12. And then there was one guy, one of the wealthiest, wealthiest guys in all of uh, Sweden. I think it was Sweden or Norway. He got hit with an $80,000 fine because it's it's means tested. He could afford it.
1: Huh? So a percentage of your net? Worth. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. Basically, it does Except say- when it's very poor, any percentage is going to stop you from eating. So yeah. There's so there's yeah. an argument. There is an argument, and it has to do with how many people come back when no bail is issued.
1: There is that too, and I do just one one more quick. Just most people who make bail is ninety seven percent do pay bail, and it's non refundable even if charges are not filed.
2: Yeah, but this bill would have been kind of outrageous anyway, uh, because if someone's charges are dropped within 60 uh, are dismissed or dropped within 60 days, they get not only their bail back, which of course would be the case, but also the 10% premium. They pay the bail bondsman. The state Mm. pays that. And that's a lot of money. The bail bondsman still keeps the 10%, which is legitimate because they have to make a business. Uh, And at the same time, uh, the state pays that premium. And that is a lose-lose proposition. I mean, there's whatever decision it goes, it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, L.A. County
1: District Attorney George Gascon has said that uh, the three strikes law causes tremendous harm to the community. So the high court in California is going to review that ruling saying prosecutors must follow the three strikes rule after uh, Gascon filed because it ruled against uh, the, the appellate court ruled against him. And now it's going to the high court.
2: Yeah. Oh, It was put into place by the voters of California. And the court is going to determine, can a DA just arbitrarily, on his own, make the decision that I'm not going to uphold that law? Uh, And then the argument is, uh, it is uh, inherently unfair. Uh, Therefore, it's a violation of the Eighth Amendment, cruel, unusual. I mean, there's going to be some interesting arguments made. Mm -hmm. But uh, this is uh, Gascon arguing, uh, yeah, I have the right to uh, make that decision. Well, and, and how does he argue against the law? I don't understand how he <laughs> argues saying that uh, the law passed by the people in this state does not apply.
1: Well, he comes by it honest, right? He came out of San Francisco. I, and, and There's no truth to the rumor that I followed him down to L.A., but I did cover him when I was in San Francisco. And uh, these kind of headlines do follow Gascon around. Is it a reform kind of?
2: Nah, he's beyond. No, he's beyond reform. Come on. I've said this many, many times. Uh, Whenever there's a a trial, uh, you have the prosecutor's table and you have the defense table. Everybody should be on the defense side. The prosecutor's table would be completely empty. Mm. Uh, And that would at least be honest.
1: So a couple of covid stories, which are pretty positive, I think, falling rates of covid-19 in L.A. County now are so low. We are in low activity level which means that you can still mask up if you want to, but it's not going to be the side eye you used to get a few weeks ago. At least I did when I went to the Gelson's. I was getting it a lot at the Gelson's, actually. How do you afford Gelson's knowing you work for iHeart? I live close to there, man. It's just convenient. It's like my 7-Eleven, except I only get one thing or maybe two.
2: (laughs) My daughter, uh, when she moved into her apartment uh, and I – gave her the credit card to buy food to start things, she would shop at 7-Eleven. Whoa. She would do her shopping there, and I pulled her aside, and I said, you know what? Maybe you don't want to do that. I thought you were going to go with, I pulled her aside, and I said, shop at Gelson's.
1: Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love Gelson's, for the record. Just saying.
2: Oh, it's good food. No, it's really a high-end market. Yeah, It's yeah, just yeah. you pay I, yeah, the
1: staffing is so they're super sweet. Anyway, okay, so yeah, so COVID low activity. Wear a mask if you want to. I I tend to, and I've said this before. If the employees at a place are wearing a mask, I will also wear a mask out of respect and uniformity. That's just just my take. That's all I'm saying. All right, L.A. County is going to get uh, supplies of reformulated COVID booster by next week. These are for the subvariants as well as the existing Omicron, the the main uh, COVID that came through. Uh, So L.A. County and the rest of the nation should be getting uh, these reformulated vaccines.
2: And this uh, is for people 18 and over, I think, Moderna and 12 and over for the Pfizer. And this is for uh, not so much immunity for the new variants, uh, but certainly to reduce symptoms. And I want to connect this story with the previous story, and that is uh, based on the low activity uh, even though 300 people are dying every day of COVID uh, mm. in the United States, but that is just nothing. Uh, the um, The number of people going to be vaccinated. If you know, look at the number of people that were vaccinated for the third time. That first booster dropped dramatically from the first two shots. Then you have the second booster that dropped again mm. dramatically. And when they allowed kids to have it, that dropped, I mean, super dramatically. And now it's going to be a third booster. Uh, Six people are going to get this vaccine.
1: (laughs) Six people, but there are 958 locations in L.A. County. That's true. And
2: and the number of, uh, I think, doses the government bought, 30 million or something. I don't think there'll be 30 million people that are going to be vaccinated. You don't think the lines are going to be very long? No, I do not. And just for the record, I will be, uh, I will get the next booster.
1: I will too. And and I think part of it was uh, the slow rollout when it comes to the age groups, because I'm two years older than my wife. She had to wait an extra few months before I could go in. I could get mine because I'm older. And then she had to wait extra months. It should just be weeks, if anything.
2: Okay. Uh, a little bit of advice. Just walk in and lie. Oh. They don't look at, yeah, well, the ones I went to, even though I was, uh, I was eligible they didn't check anybody's ID. But I guess you just guess make an appointment. You walk in. In those days, you had to make an appointment on the internet. Yeah. You just walk in. They do not look at uh, the ID. Okay. I was seeing people in their thirties there. <laughs> wow, I didn't think about that. But
1: even with a mask on, you even easier to, to get through that line. Okay. Yeah, it's
2: like when you go to the movies. Yeah. And they have uh, the um, <laughs> the discount for people over sixty two or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, just say you're sixty two. Right. Doesn't matter if you're 45. What some pimply faced 18 uh, year old is going to actually check? Let me see your ID. Of course not. Everybody over 30 looks the same to those people. Good point. Uh, so fair. you save yourself three four bucks.
1: Speaking of, just a quick spin on that. Tomorrow movie tickets are three
2: dollars yeah, for one day. For one day. For one day. It's but it's September
1: be... the third. Three dollars to go to a movie. Yeah, it's got, there
2: is going to be crowded.
1: I saw a bullet train. <clears throat> it was worth three bucks. Uh, okay. The University of California Berkeley is requiring people on campus who are not protected against the flu not COVID, the flu to wear masks. Masks are required during flu season if not vaccinated. That's according to the school's website.
2: And now we're going to argue lawsuits are going to be hit. How dare you do that? Invasion of privacy. Does Berkeley keep the local legal community going? I don't know. I don't know if it does or not, but uh, of all the places that would do it, to be it, it would be UC Berkeley. And I think what makes it really difficult on this one for uh, the school to mandate this because it's a public school. And what does it follow? Does it follow the uh, local health directive of the county? And I don't know the answer to that. If it were a private school, there's no issue. SC, uh, Stanford, uh, too bad. You can, you know, they can do whatever they want, Mm -hmm. but... Uh, we'll we'll see what happens on this one that's a good question I'll look into that the UC system and see what their
1: what their regulations are um, moving ahead Anne Hayish uh, died without a will after that uh, crash and the fire her son is seeking to take control he's 20 years old um, Anne Hayish's estate uh, representative has declined to uh, comment on yeah the fire.
2: and the, the kid will get it uh, because it's just uh, the son and a 13 year old and uh, right. that's uh, they're the sole heirs the sole beneficiaries so they're it, it'll happen the only issue is the court's going to go do you have uh, enough expertise and the court may say uh, you have to have some kind of consultation uh you know with an attorney but that's i mean that's going to happen
1: that's it for but, but okay so there's a 20 year old and a 13 year old so the 13 year old just kind of gets uh like lumped in with the 20 year old no
2: no the no, 20 year old represents the two of them uh, okay He'll okay. be the executor of the will. It'll be an intestate will, depending on how much money she has. Intestacy means you 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 open a probate when there's no will. Mm. Uh, so uh, that's the way uh, the courts work. That's the way it works in California. And so the, he has to follow the law, and the law is uh, they split everything equally. Don't know how much money has uh, is worth. They won't say, we're going to find out Yeah, because it becomes a public document right and uh believe me tmz will be pulling they will be they'll yeah. there's someone there uh, the second uh that uh, uh that is filed the intestacy is filed all right
1: uh, a baggage handler has died after her hair became stuck in a belt loader at the new orleans airport uh the incident occurred at approximately 10:20 p.m local time uh, central time at louis armstrong International Airport in New Orleans, a woman was applauded by uh, the Gat Airline ground support team. They was she was working on a Frontier flight when her hair became stuck. What a freak accident! That is, it's terrible. It's Uh, terrible to hear. uh, Yeah, Uh, jogging strollers have been recalled after the rear brakes cut off a child's fingertip. More than fourteen thousand jogging strollers sold by UPP a baby up a baby sorry i don't i don't have a kid at that yeah, age up a baby had been recalled after a child's fingertip was amputated by a stroller's rear disc brakes that's according to the consumer product safety commission
2: yeah and uh it's uh uh the company is upp uh uppa baby as you said and it's the all terrain ridge dro- jogging stroller yeah yeah, right. that's right. And they were
1: sold at uh, Bye Bye Baby, Nordstrom's, Neiman Marcus, yeah, Pottery all Barn, all over kids. the
2: place. Yeah. So if you have one of those, it's definitely recalled. And uh, for that poor kid who uh, lost uh, part of his finger, he clearly will be a woodshop teacher when he grows up.
1: You know what? No kidding. My woodshop teacher did have,
2: of course, missing,
1: and and also had like a, a like a wandering eye. He refused to put a patch over.
2: That's it's the law. You you cannot be a woodshop teacher without having lost one of your digits.
1: And they made us call. He made me call him Dale. Like we could call him Mister anything. I forget his last name honestly because it was just it was Dale the shop teacher.
2: It, so it, was, it wasn't one finger uh, Dale. <laughs> Jason Middleton in for uh, the lovely Jennifer, uh, and he'll be here all next week. Uh, Wayne should be back on Monday, and me. You didn't mention um, anyway. Okay, fine.
1: I didn't mention what? Nothing. She's lovely. You're right. She is lovely. But I I, I shaved for you today, Bill. So I did. She does too. That's fair. Okay. New York Post headline, Texas woman cons men out of Rolex watches and fancy cars through romance scam. No, I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> just saying. I, I find it odd that the uh, the woman has con men using a romance
2: scam. Uh, they do that. All- Come, on. Come yeah, on. They do that all the time. What makes this one interesting, because I looked up the value of this stuff, uh, is she went through uh, $1.26 million in cash, which is not a lot of money when you're setting up these guys. Uh, especially if you get one wealthy one, you can get millions on them. Uh, but she bought a 2018 yeah. Bentley uh, Bentega. Yeah. I looked that up. Uh, about $140,000. Pretty it's bad-ass car. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you have a 2017 Mercedes E-Class. Uh, mm. That's $30,000. And then you have three 30, Rolex. $30,000
1: for an E-Class? Yeah, no, yeah, bro. That's, I, what, that's mm. what
2: they said. That's what it's... Uh, that's I looked it up under Kelly Blue Book, and then I checked again. Enough. Uh, and so... Uh, And then the other one uh, is three Rolex watches. And that really was really interesting because I have one of those. My brother gave it to me 50 years ago. A brand new one, the cheapest Oyster Perpetual is $4,000. Whoa. Okay. Okay? And then they go up like that. So we're not talking about a ton of money. Uh, mine, by the way, is 1964. That's cool. Yeah, and uh, we just looked it up. I had no idea. It's five grand. That's one of those legacy pieces. Yeah, it is. In the meantime, uh, I don't wear it. I just keep it in the drawer because I just I have to have it oiled, etc. So here's my Timex that I replace uh, every four or five years. Let me tell you how pissed off I was when this Timex went from 28 to 30 bucks, Oof. and uh, I use them for a whole bunch of years. Geez, Bill, would you get it at, at Gelson's? Uh, that's funny. Thank you. Uh, That's funny. All right, let's move on. She
1: had to give those back, by the way. Serena and Venus Williams uh, did fall in their first round. They lost of their doubles match. Uh, Serena Williams is playing today, however. But uh, I think everybody was looking towards Venus and Serena being back at doubles, having a better chance at moving ahead in the
2: tournament. Didn't work out that way. Nope. That's true. Everybody was hoping that she wins. Is that considered a Grand Slam win when you win in doubles? That, yes, it is. is. Yes, it is. There's so a that's slam- part, in that, yeah. so as part of her 23. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes. That's singles and doubles for her. Yes. Okay. So she's, uh, so she's eliminated on the double side. Right. And uh, she's moving ahead on uh, the single side. I believe she plays today in singles. Yes. And yeah. after
1: this tournament, she says she's going to evolve away from tennis.
2: Yeah. It's an interesting way to say retire, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think it's taking ownership. I, I don't mind it. I mean, she's going to be doing other things, but I guess you could just say retiring from tennis and taking on. So Evolution just kind of says, hey, I'm a, yeah. I'm my own business and I'm going to do other stuff. Did
2: you see those videos of uh, of her and her sister as
1: teenagers?
2: Yeah. And uh, just how good they were from, Man. I mean, day one. Killer. Yeah, extraordinary.
1: Steph Curry has graduated from college 13 years after leaving for the NBA. The Golden State Warriors Superstar Guard earned his bachelor's degree in sociology 13 years after he entered the NBA. And he's uh, he's had a pretty decent career with the NBA, I think. That's what yeah. I've been following.
2: It, you know, it used to be that uh, you would be dropping out of college uh, second year, third year, or your senior year to go to the NBA. Then they change the rules where high school graduates mm-hmm. can, in fact, go straight to the NBA. I think Kobe Bryant uh, was 18 yes. when uh, he uh, went to the Lakers. And they just changed the rules again. Middle school. Uh, you can drop out of middle school now and play for the NBA. I think Tyler's giving us a thumbs up from the, that's right, middle school. Okay. Uh, yeah, you just have to be really good. Yeah. Can't do that in, uh, I don't think you can do that in uh, football. I mean, it's not mandatory that you have a college degree, except the vast majority do, mm-hmm. let's say leave early. Uh, and then in baseball, uh, yeah, baseball, I think you can leave at 18. They'll hire 18-year-olds for baseball. Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah, I
1: think
2: you could get drafted at eighteen, uh, maybe even lower. I have to
0: look that one up for sure. But, yeah. I think some players have actually been signed to teams at sixteen.
2: Okay, but they couldn't. Uh, well, they can't sign themselves. So they, uh, do they have to wait until they eighteen? Uh, they go to academy. I'm not entirely sure
0: how the stipulation works, but I I do believe there are some players that started their career at sixteen.
1: Interesting. I, I, middle school. Middle school. Just real quick on Steph Curry, again, having lived there for a while th- during his career, he does try to set an example for the community. I think it's cool that he got his bachelor's, and it, it's a it's a headline that we're talking about. I'm sure other people are, too.
2: Yeah, a few people have gone on and picked up their doctorate, uh, PhDs, mm-hmm. and then what's that one ball player who uh, is an MD? I think he's the only one in the NFL who ever did that. And he was in medical school, and they cut a deal for him to play professional ball uh, oh, you know, he was. I think Canadian football, and he played uh, for uh, what's that school in Toronto? Argonauts? No, no, no. I'm talking about the school. Oh, uh, oh I'm sorry. it's uh, one of the better, the best Canadian schools. I forgot the name of it. Uh, and it is uh, anyway. He cut a deal. Uh, I think with the NBA and the football team to in the off season uh, go to medical school, and he
0: became a doctor.
2: Wow! And I know there's
0: was, a linebacker on the Chiefs who. Uh, when the pandemic hit he actually decided to forego his nfl career and he pursued a career in yeah. the medical route
2: yeah and i'm trying to remember and he wanted to uh put his name in an md uh, on his uh, jersey and uh the football people said uh the, the nfl said no no we're gonna not let that happen
1: yeah the nfl is pretty pretty cool when it comes to branding right they're, they're they don't like to get anybody out of their lanes Understandable. I got a feel good story here. An Amazon delivery driver credited for saving the lives of three puppies after calling 911 when she noticed smoke coming from a home along her route in Florida. Puppies were treated for smoke inhalation, revived by firefighters, according to Columbia County Fire Rescue, of course, in Florida. Thank you to the Amazon driver who noticed the smoke and called
2: 911. Okay. So uh, she's a hero now because she picked up her phone and pushed the button. Okay.
1: Well, she's a hero because the New York Post says she's a hero, and they, she gave her a headline.
2: Yeah, and she saves uh, the Boston Terrier puppies from the burning home. Actually, it was the firefighters who okay. saved it, uh, saved the puppies. So I'd rather give the credit to the firefighters. Okay. Yep. Boy, she's going to get some kind of medal for making the phone call and some kind of award from the city, I'm sure. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here because I am in
1: for uh, Jennifer Jones-Lee. And when Jennifer Jones Lee has a puppy story, there usually tends to be a little more time spent on that puppy. And I want to be able to rep that. So, yeah. I got but, you.
0: I got you, Jason. Okay. Bill, she made the call, Bill. So many people would have just walked by, so many people would have been distracted or wouldn't have cared enough to pick up their phone and make a call.
2: When a home is on fire, people aren't going to make that call? There are
0: so many people who are so passive to things nowadays, are so wrapped up in their own lives, are so involved yeah, with what's going on on their end. She made the call. Yeah, I don't buy
2: that. Uh, I think the only reason someone would not make the call is not a question of passivity, although you could make that argument, and that's because you think that everybody else is making a phone call. I remember I saw a horrific accident on the freeway, and I'm passing it, and it was a couple of years ago, and uh, I immediately called 911, and they had said, uh, we already have that phone call. Right. Thank you very much. And I'm talking about it, it almost as I was watching the accident uh, unfurl in front of me. So, um. What, do you want a medal for calling, Bill? Yeah. Yeah. I want, a, I want a headline. Handle calls, third phone call in the 911.
0: Tell you what, Bill, I'll make a call.
2: we can end with the uh, charles uh, let's do it u.s Scholes.
0: postal service
1: is saying that the legacy of charles m schultz is worth forever stamps so peanuts characters including everybody from lucy to looks like is Pigpen on here yep pig on here they're all getting uh forever stamps they'll be out later this month
2: and uh charles soul i mean uh, there's some pretty dumb stuff that happens on stamps this isn't dumb Uh, The guy was uh, literally the most prolific, successful cartoonist in history. They're rerunning the cartoons Mm because they're evergreen, Mm -hmm. and uh, naturally he died, uh, I don't even know, a few years ago. And uh, it's good to be a family member in the Schultz family. He would have been 100 years
1: old on September 30th. That's when these stamps are dropping. And by the way, if you get a chance to see his museum, the Charles Schultz Museum north of San Francisco, it's worth it. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely a great experience. If you get a chance, it's good for the whole family, and I'm not kidding. I'm not being tongue-in-cheek, but I am being tongue-in-cheek about the text I just got from Jennifer Jones-Lee that says, Thank you for the puppy love. Come on, Jen.
2: <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> Coming up, uh, the, a, a story about NIMBYs, not in my backyard. Uh, really interesting What's going up in Silicon, what's going on in Silicon Valley. I'll share that with you.